Welcome to Random Thoughts with Nicole L. Turner. And today I want to tell you, stop being lukewarm. Welcome to Random Thoughts with Nicole L. Turner. And today I want to talk about being lukewarm. The other day I was reading one of my morning devotionals and it referenced Revelations 3, 15 through 16 that says, I know your deeds that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. I was like, whoa, that's pretty deep. How many times in my life have I been neither hot or cold? Like I was indecisive. I couldn't make a decision. So Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines lukewarm as lacking conviction, being half-hearted. Some synonyms that kind of mean the same as lukewarm are lackadaisical, apathetic, disinterested, dispassionate. Now, when I thought about those words, a word came to mind that was not listed as a synonym for lukewarm, and that was the word wavering. And wavering is defined as uncertain or vacillating between two thoughts, two opinions, two decisions. And some words that are similar to wavering are skeptical, uncertain, undecided, unsure. And although lukewarm and wavering didn't list each other as a synonym, I do see similarities. In 1 Kings 18 and 21, Elijah asked the people, how long will you waver? between two opinions. So when I think about being lukewarm, when I think about wavering, I think about indecisiveness. And indecision becomes a bad thing when it lasts too long. How long is too long? That really depends on the circumstances. I mean, if you're trying to decide, oh, should I buy these two pairs of shoes? most people aren't going to take forever anyway. But if you're trying to decide, should I take this job or should I take that job or should I move to this city? Should I move to that city? Should I tell this person how I feel? Should I not tell them how I feel? You know, the length of time that being indecisive lasts, hmm, trying to determine what's too long, it depends really on, on the situation, on the circumstance. Will you miss an important opportunity if you wait? Could you lose something that you really want if you don't make a decision? So is a decision getting harder to make the more you dwell on it? See, sometimes we think if we take longer to make a decision that it gets easier. But the longer we take to make a decision and we're dwelling on it, we come up with all these different things in our head, right? And sometimes indecision can sometimes become decision by default. You know, no answer is an answer. Um, You can't decide. So 
somebody else decides for you, and if you decide not to decide, you give up your power of choice. Let's say, for example, there is this person that you really, you really like, but you don't know if it's the right time. Or maybe you don't, you're not 100% sure if they're the right person. So you kind of waver between making a decision. And then the person makes a decision for you. You're like, okay, well, because it appears that you're not sure about me, I'm just going to move on. Right? And then they move on, end up with somebody else. And you're like, I really wanted to be with them. But you could not make a decision. You gave up your power of choice. You allowed them to make the decision based on you being lukewarm or you're wavering. So being lukewarm or wavering keeps you stuck in a cycle of procrastination. In a cycle of worry. and a cycle of fear. I get it. Decisions are hard. Some decisions are hard. And choosing the right decision with absolute certainty can sometimes feel impossible. And researchers have found that the time spent deliberating on a decision actually exacerbates the difficulty in making that decision. Some scientists at the University of Pittsburgh discovered what happens when anxiety rules with a heavy hand over decision making and persuades decisions that aren't the best ones. You're allowing your fear and your anxiety to choose for you. And oftentimes those choices are not the best choices. So some research that was published in the Journal of Neuroscience explains how anxiety works to disengage the part of the brain that is essential for making good decisions. And that area is called the prefrontal cortex, PFC. And it's at the front of our brain. And it's the area that brings flexibility into decision-making. The prefrontal cortex is the part of the brain that gets involved in weighing up consequences and planning and processing thoughts in a logical, rational way. It helps to take the emotional steam out of a decision by calming the part of the brain that runs on instinct, impulse, and raw emotion. So the biggest reason why we're lukewarm and wavering in our decision making is what? Fear. Most of our stress, anxiety, indecisions, and doubts around Making a decision is rooted in fear. We fear unknown outcomes. We fear negative outcomes that we may that we may assume will happen in the future. No way to know. We're just making assumptions. And the truth is, you will never know if a decision is good or bad until you actually commit to a choice. There's a quote by Jim Camp that says, unnecessary fear of a bad decision is a major, major stumbling block to good decisions. Major. I read an article once, I think it was on some psychology today or, or, or something, and I, I pulled this quote out. And I don't even know why I had this quote laying around somewhere. It's a little long, but just listen. The author said, I discovered that my heart would always tell me what I really needed. 
There was always one clear answer from the heart about what was right for me in any given situation. And when I experimented with acting on those choices, the outcome was always good. And I never felt doubt or regret. There was a consistent sense of acting in alignment with my true self, my true purpose, and my truth. The fundamental basis for this approach to making decisions is mindfulness. Being mindful means being able to sink down below the turbulent surface of thoughts, projections, fears, and perceptions that all clamor for my attention when I have a decision to make. It means having a still center from which I can then be aware of the quieter, more subtle signals in my body and my heart. And when you mindfully tune into your heart, you separate from your thoughts and emotional reactions. You discover that the heart has a very clear, although sometimes a very subtle way of saying yes or no. So oftentimes I'm a little confused because somewhere along the way, I thought it was better to make a decision from the mind versus the heart, from thinking versus emotions. And it appears that the main reason why we are lukewarm and we waver is because we're too much in our head, which is where the anxiety lies, which is where the stress lies. I had it all wrong all this time. So some of you are probably like me. You waver. Because you're trying too hard not to make a mistake. Or you need to feel like you're in control. Or you're trying to avoid uncertainty. Like, if I do this, how will it turn out? But the truth is, it's important that you learn to just trust yourself. Tune into your emotions. Analyze less. Feel more, and more importantly, let go of the fear. So these are my random thoughts. And I want to thank you for tuning in to Random Thoughts with Nicole L. Turner.